This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Let's get to your quarterback. Touchdown! A one-yard touchdown run by Trevor Lawrence. This guy, I mean, he just he just wants to be coached. He wants to he wants to improve. He wants to learn. Yeah, he wants to grow as a quarterback. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Coming up from Prime Video's Nanny, actor Sinqua Wall. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air, and we have World Cup Soccer. Semifinals, Woo. France and Morocco just Here's touched the football. First touch, France. first touch. We are in the first minute, and there is a ball bouncing around, and here is a pass. <laughs> Imagine if I did this for the next hour. Oh my. Would Fox call and complain? I could call some people. Make sure, I mean, we I mean, I express written consent of FIFA? Does, ah, yeah, they're passing it. They're dribbling. Is soccer broadcast on the radio? What are, of course. Oh, yeah. What are you kidding? I That's, know, but... There, it's not like hockey on the radio where Bro, there's constant they, action. Have you ever listened to golf on the radio? I have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, Imagine. I have. I have. Golf. PGA the shot radio is away. The putt is away. It's, oh. I mean, I'd rather listen to soccer on radio more soccer? than that. No, no. Soccer. But at any rate. That's uh, like, you see a commercial where Bobon's calling the basketball game? And he's like, he I dribbled. He dribbled. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I'm into that. I'm into Bobon anyway. Oh, yeah. By the way, Coop loves, my, my youngest son loves himself some Kevin Arlen. He just takes it. Oh, he's but, great. But I, I, you know how I feel about Candace Parker. She is a dynamite broadcaster. Mm-hmm. I love listening to her. Her and Reggie and Kevin Harlan on TNT last night for the Celtics and the Lakers. A great listen. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the three man booth because it meant less Reggie Miller talking. <laughs> oh, I know you don't like Reg, but <laughs> Reg, Reggie calling the fadeaway jumper that did nothing but hit net. To tie the game at the end of regulation last night in Los Angeles. Him calling it straight butter really brought a smile on my face. It was a nice Stuart Scott shout out. But it was also appropriate. It It was was a straight butter. And I'll say this. I know this is a very thin limb going out. But this MVP uh, award is Tatum's to lose at this point. It is his I think to on, lose. On December 14th, yeah. I mean, it is his to lose. Right How I, mean, I know this is a touchy subject, TJ. I'm sorry. Because you, I mean, you, you, you say you're sorry, and yet every I day am. you do something that kind of touch me. But this is a Weirdly. fact. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jason Tatum oh. is the MVP of the association for him to lose at this point in time. Okay, and so. he is just amazing. And Jalen Brown. The two of them can finish, and the two of them can crush it, and the two of them are just a dynamite duo. Just dynamite they are duo. great, and we're doing it all without Robert Williams right now. Well, without a, our best defensive you player. You saw last night that when there is an individual like Anthony Davis, and I know he's he's a unicorn, I mean, he's but playing great. They they had no answer for him. There was no answer for him. That's why the Lakers went on, and it was amazing how it took so long for the Lakers to finally put their stamp on the game, which they did with an insane run. To go, the game was over, and then suddenly they was, go on a fourth quarter run. Where the, what was it, thirty one to five at one point in time? Yeah, the Celtics were up eighty one sixty one, and then all of a sudden, but the Lakers have, are up thirteen. They didn't have an answer. 
They had no answer for Anthony Davis, and they were playing small ball. Like Grant Williams was at one point leaning on him. Yeah. You know, and, and which makes what happened in overtime so confusing. Davis literally got one touch in the five minute overtime. Well, it shouldn't have gone to overtime. And and the, the the momentum shifted in that game when the Lakers went up thirteen and the Celtics hit a three and LeBron just inbounded the ball by throwing it right to Marcus Smart who lays it in. It was a five oh run yeah. in a span of three seconds. Right. Lakers snapped off a timeout. It was an eight point game and then suddenly six and then suddenly five. Anthony Davis missed two free throws. And, Should have won the game. Then. And Tatum's Tatum just doesn't miss. Twelve in the fourth quarter for Tatum. He's so remarkably good. He's the MVP of this league. I'm calling that shot now. I I, I would. Well, he's definitely the the favorite right now, isn't he? I'm checking. The best player I'm on, checking, on the actually, team with the best as record. You, as you mentioned that. Um, and. And and the Lakers. Yeah, he's the favorite right now. He's uh, plus two fifty. Yeah. Uh, Giannis is three to one. Luca plus three fifty. Oh yeah. I mean, and then it kind of falls off. Embiid next at ten to one. Curry fifteen to one. France is already up one nothing in the fifth minute. Oh, oh, we missed it. Oh, that's all right. I'm watching you guys, talking to you guys. And Who so, ended up scoring was it Mbappe? It, no, oh. uh, and I know you're doing that because what you you are got, you bet like, him to score. I got a little power okay. action. With so, um, <laughs> if the Lakers get what they get about nine, they all got just shy of ninety points from Davis, LeBron. And Russell Westbrook, who is playing great, who, who had a double double as he had twenty points, fourteen rebounds last night. They get that, and they still lose at home. I mean, how do you? At what point are they going to win? <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, they don't have the how, depth. How they can, just have the three guys, and they just don't have the depth. I don't really know compete. how they got what they needed last night. In terms of also a huge lead at home. And I guess you could say they tangled with the best team in the NBA and you could take it take that away from them. But uh from the game. Or you could take that from the game. Can't take that away from them. But I don't know where the Lakers go from here. And you know, Darvin Ham let the let LeBron try and win the game and let the time wind down and LeBron took a terrible shot. I mean, yeah. just a terrible shot after Tatum made that straight butter turnaround jumper. He wanted to win it, and I guess Ham is doesn't feel. I, I don't know. You, you let your guy win it, but man, I guess next time that happens, you just pop off that timeout. And they're only two and a half games behind the Warriors for the ten spot. Oh, like they're the still right there. They're within striking distance if they can make a move or two. And what, what move are they going to make? I'll tell you what. The move man. that they they certainly aren't going to make now. Is Russ right? I mean, probably not. Or, or has Russ played himself into being a commodity that you'd want to acquire? Either way, I mean, there's been a lot of rumors about Anthony Davis too. Is is it is now the time to trade him because his value will never be better? And you can get some of those draft picks back. You can get some young players back, but then that obviously doesn't fit with what LeBron wants, which is let's win now. I'm here right now. I don't care about the future. I'm not going to be here in 2029. Right. Like let's win right now. Pelicans are feeling pretty good about themselves, aren't they? I mean, that team is like low-key a title contender. Like Zion, Zion's next on the list on MVP. He's like fifth. You could get him at 20 to 1. It's sneaky good value because Mm -hmm. we see what this guy is and the potential that we all thought and hoped, but injuries kind of limited what we saw from him, and now we're getting the full package from 
Zion. West is wide open since Chris Paul came back. The wheels have fallen off the Suns wagon a little bit. I don't know what happened right there. Lost five in a row. Aiton got hurt last night. He had to come out of the game. Grizzlies are hot. Grizzlies are starting to get hot again. Um, and then in the East, it's the Celtics and the Bucks world. And can the Nets get it together to crash that party? Can the Sixers get it together? I mean, I guess that's the way you're looking at it is we're a week away from their uh, de facto quarter post point of the season. Uh, Christmas around the corner. Well, we're a third of the way through it, Rich. I mean, we're already at the 30-game mark. So, And one thing about the Lakers really quickly, they're one and four their last five. But if you, if you watch the games, you'll see AD missed those two foul shots yesterday. Should have given the Lakers the win. And on Friday against the Sixers, he missed two foul shots. They could have won the game. And over time, she's looking at a three and two stretch instead of the one and one four. That I guess right to use the phrase uh, of another goat who's, you know, towards the end. Brady referring to the Bucks as a yeah, but team. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but. So in the last five games, it's a lot of yeah, but. But at least last five. Yeah. Foul, the, foul the, line. Well, the first the first 20 games was just a lot of but. Now at least there's a yeah, you know. I mean, they're definitely and playing better, d- dude. But Davis, LeBron, Westbrook, almost ninety combined points last night. That's what you're. You get that from from your three. You should come out with the win. But Tatum, man, hurts. Whew. Wow. And Jalen Brown. I guess you you got to say them in the same breath. You have to say them in the same breath. It's a Wednesday on the Rich Eisen Show. You know what that means? Oh, baby. Yeah, it's Wednesday. That's you know what rich. that means. It's you know power rank. Yeah. This is my power rankings. Power rankings. All right, here we go. I need NFL Films music. Oh, you Week got it. 15 going into uh, week 14 going to week 15. It's my, I guess, week 15 power rankings. <laughs> Screw it. That's what I'm going to call it. Go for it. Titans are out. Titans are off my list. Out! Oh, Lost three in a row. Titans are off my list. Normally, you know, team loses three in a row, they they go up a couple spots in your power nope. rankings. Uh, make fun all you want. <laughs> make fun all you want. These are my power rankings. There are many others like it, but this one is mine. Number 10. <laughs> down two spots, the Miami Dolphins. I can't quit them just yet. Ooh. I can't quit them. They, they're, they're hanging on on my top 10 power rankings. Yeah, they're fixing it. Oh, you know what? I, I, it's salty to a man. Show up. Show up and just start flinging it around. The offensive line, that's what Lewis Riddick said yesterday, that, that you, the offensive line is just not doing its job. The run game has disappeared, totally disappeared. And, um, and you got to get you got to get somehow, some way, Jalen Waddell involved. Certainly if Hill is banged up. What a huge game on Saturday night. Dolphins at Bills in the cold. But they're cold, period. They're down two spots. They're number 10 on my list. And uh, on the list, above them, new to the list, I don't think I've had them on the list all year long, but I'm putting the Los Angeles Chargers on the list right now. Oh, uh, That's where I've got them. You just made the list! Yes, they did. <laughs> Justin Herbert and whatever the hell this whole social media, you know, quarterback thing. I don't know. I I don't get it. I don't understand it. But he's um, along with Williams and Keenan Allen and Eckler. And if they can protect and have those guys healthy, that's a hell of an 
on offense that can put up points. And um, if they get Bosa back and Derwin James comes back and they can get fully healthy going into December, I'd love to just see what this team can do fully healthy with a head of steam as opposed to constantly stepping all over themselves. So I'm kind of excited for, for you Powder Blue fans out there. Charge, indeed. They're on the list for the first time, number nine. Up two spots because I needed to drop the Dolphins down, too. I'm so nervous and concerned about this team. But the Ravens are still on this list because they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. I'm looking at all the numbers in advance of the Ravens and the Browns. Since Roquan Smith came aboard, this defense is only surpassed in all statistics that can measure great defenses by the 49ers. The Ravens are that good. They are that good on that side of the ball. They've got a championship-quality defense. If J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards can be that two-headed monster that they can be, get Lamar back. I don't know who the hell's going to catch the ball at the wide receiver spot. But still, if you're taking on the Baltimore Ravens on a football Saturday, like the Browns are this week on NFL Network, or a Sunday, or a Monday, or a Thursday, you better bring your lunch pail and their number eight on my list. No change. The Vikings stay like before at seven. I know that they lost to the Lions. I get it. And that you're looking at the Lions and you're thinking, well, the Vikings are proving that they got all of that. How about the Lions are just frigging good right now? And the Vikings came within one score of them. And, um, and Justin Jefferson put up 200. Okay. And Cousins put up 400. And Cook is still Cook, and Big Z still Big Z, and I they're still seven. They're a 10-win team for a reason, and um, I, I still got them at seven, and I, I have them beating the Colts this weekend to kick off the NFL Network triple header and clinching the NFC North. They're seven. Number six, down two spots. I'm sorry, man. You cannot go in to oh, a game geez. at home. Whoa! This list is Fugazi. You cannot list. go into wow. a game at home against a one-win team and show up thinking that you're the varsity and nearly losing the game and nearly you know, you got to pull a 98-yarder out of your orifice to win. I'm sorry, man. Something on fire over here. I'm sorry. Fire. I'm sorry. And then and then in in turn and so you you get a demerit for the week. That's ridiculous. Uh, you get a demerit for the week. And then let's see. Let's see you. Let's see you take on the Jacksonville Jaguars and show that you're the varsity and puff your chest out and say, "Okay, that team thinks it's arriving. That team has got a locker room that's believing." We spoke to the coach yesterday and Doug Peterson. That team is not all that. We're the Dallas Cowboys, and we're going to still have a shot at winning this division six? in the one seed. See ya out. Wow. And the reason why I put them at six is because I believe if they played a game this week against all the top five, they would lose. Number five on this list. Correct. Number five on my list, up a spot. I think Joe Burrow walks into Dallas right now. Joe Burrow puts it on him. Didn't we put it on them already? I'm just saying to you, what happened in the beginning of the season and now are two totally different stories. The rubber is meeting the road, and the Cincinnati Bengals are a top five team in the NFL, like I suspected they could be still, and like I believed that they would be, and I've been talking about for six some odd eight weeks didn't get off them when they were 0-2 didn't jump off the ship when they lost to the Browns in a disheartening fashion on Halloween night but that's the last time they lost and I think if the Bengals walk into Dallas or Dallas goes into the jungle they lose that football game because the Bengals are all that the 49ers are up one spot this quarterback with this offense and all the weapons around him 
and Dallas uh, going into that spot with the defense the way that it's looking. I don't think they win that game either. And I say to the 49ers faithful, Kool-Aid, man. I, say, I say to the 49ers faithful, you're going to have a good Thursday night. I believe it. I think the 49ers win that game. I think Purdy still does what he's doing. And this defense is championship quality. And the fact that they get Debo back too, they think before the end of the regular season? I don't know, man. It's optimistic. I know, but the fact that he's not gone means I'm still keeping them as a powerful team in my power rankings. And then the final three are no change. I keep the Bills at three, and I keep the Chiefs at two. Again, I know that the Bills beat the Chiefs, but right now if they play each other, I think the Chiefs win it. And then number one, do you know Jalen Hurts currently has the second most first down runs in the NFL? The second most amount of runs in the NFL to convert a first down. Jalen Hurts, not a running back. Jalen Hurts, and he leads the league in passer rating, too. This is insane what we're watching him do right now. And the defense is terrific. And they are beginning to maul people. They are beginning to come for your souls, is a phrase I continue to use on this program when I think a team is ready to beat you and beat you up and spit you out. They're playing right now the way that the Bills did in the first four six weeks of the season, which was demoralize you. Don't just beat you, but leave you in a fetal position begging for, for mercy. And the Philadelphia Eagles are coming in Chicago. We'll see if they, can, uh, if they can win a game that they're supposed to and going away, to be quite honest with you. They're number one on my power rankings. So there you have it. Cowboys are down two spots, but I think they lose to the Bengals, Niners, Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles if they play them right now. I think they beat up the Vikings, Ravens, Chargers, and Dolphins, which is why I think I got them perfectly spotted at six. Just depends what Dak we get. You get bad Dak like we saw against the Texans. I guess you could say that about any. I guess you could say that about any quarterback, with the exception of if you get bad Mahomes, you're gonna you're gonna beat the Chiefs. I think they can kind of overcome that. We haven't seen what a bad Hurts kind of looks like this year, except against Washington, would you say? Right? They won the turnover battle, which is what Lewis Riddick talked about. Push back. Go ahead. You have the floor. I'll give it to you. Do you think you you beat all the teams Uh, that are above you? Unlike you when I do my list, this is your list. This is how you feel. So I can't push back on your opinion. No, no, I understand. So so what's your list? Where do you have the Cowboys? Number one, of course. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, come on now. Embrace it, embrace it, TJ. Embrace it, embrace it. I got after yesterday. It's like uh, apparently my whiteboard like just invokes rage on people. So embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. Of course, you don't invoke rage. Well, you said that yesterday. Rage? I didn't. I wasn't raging. Not you. But you said people hate cowboy fans, and then you use my grease board as you. You provoke disdain, which I find funny because all I do, Mike, is I hold up a grease board. Yet you got some fan bases who I don't know like to pretend like they're Batista and power bomb people through tables, and that's cute. (laughs) But cowboy fans say, "How about them cowboys?" And all of a sudden, we're the worst. I I mean, uh, okay, cowboys are up there with the. I embrace it. Like hated. They're like embrace it. Sure. Can I tell you guys about a wild, Chris, I think I almost texted you this morning about this. What if this happens? Oh, yes. Okay. Now, we all realize this, right? I think everyone, America, and Before you go down this road, is this going to require a few minutes? Because we got our our, our next guest coming in. Super quick. Okay. And we all know that the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I think we all know that. Sure. But let's just say the Cowboys, for some reason, don't win the Super Bowl. I think Jerry 
signs Tom Brady next year. Hottest of hot takes. That is super hot. Why would Tom want to go there? Because, well, I don't know, if you could win a Super Bowl Fair with question. the Cowboys. So, I don't know. Like I said, I was dude, just thinking, of this, like, what's is, the most random weird you thing are, you that are could happen? The, you are in the DAC boat right now. Yeah. That's it. You are you sinking sailed. or swimming. You are that's sailing or sailed. you are docking. That's yeah. it. I don't think it's going to happen. I just said that's just some high take in that popped into my head this morning. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about Brady's next destinations, you, it, it, again, you, not you hear boat. nothing but exactly. rumors that McDaniels and the previous administration weren't all in on Derek Carr or still aren't. And it would be fascinating to me if they cut bait on Derek Carr just when Devontae Adams shows up to say, I want to play with my old college teammate. Yeah, and the answer weird. is, like, it's too bad. <laughs> hope you enjoyed one year with him. But here's Tom. <laughs> well, I mean, if they say here's Tom Brady, Tom. I think here's I think Tom. that might nice that consolation. Might, but then then he could also sit here and go, well, what about the 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 three to four years after that? You know, mm-hmm. again, when you sign Tom Brady, you are you're a pausing, Oof. if not cutting bait, of, on yeah. your entire quarterback plan. Yep. Okay. Just to win because one time, yeah. right? This is a one off or a two off. I don't think it's going to be a three-off like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have with Tom. I don't think he's going to play till 50. I think at some point you're already seeing some, and I dare I say it, diminishing returns. And I should also say this. The fact that Brady was handed an intercepted ball by Dre Greenlaw and asked to have it signed, will you sign it? And the fact that he goes, no problem. Have you seen the NFL Films footage of him getting his ass beat in San Francisco in front of 100 family members and friends and him being as, you know, as accommodating to... Went up to everybody afterwards to say, great job, good game, good that luck was, the rest of the way. I mean, all the Niners were coming up and just paying homage, which was yeah. great. I know it's like, great, but here's, I intercepted this ball. Would you mind signing it? I mean, that was a great move on his it, part. It, it, at any rate, uh, I, I just bring this up to say, when you sign Brady, you are you are stopping your plan. Dak and... and there's no stopping the DAC plan. You're paying him forty million bucks. I, like I said, I was just thinking of like what's a super hot take. And then what, and then the other spot people are mentioning are is San Francisco. I don't I don't even know if they would do that. I've heard Patriots rumors. I've heard that yeah. one too, Chris. Like he might go back home. Bill and him do it last. But why last would he time. do that though? I mean, you're not winning the Super Bowl in his forty six. He's got he's got a closing window. He's got to go to a spot where he would win. Let's take a break. Sinqua Walls, the actor in the new film Nanny, which is available for streaming right now uh, and also in theaters. He's also in the new White Men Can't Jump. He's also a diehard Clipper fan. We'll talk to Sinqua when we come back. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back, our radio audience just returned. You saw a clip of Sinqua Walls, uh, who plays Malik, a uh, doorman who's uh, all over the nanny in this movie, The Nanny. Is that a way? Is that one way that I can put it right there? I mean, he makes sure that the elevator goes up and the elevator goes down. Okay, very good. <laughs> you, how did you? How did you prepare for this role, Sinqua Walls? My gosh, did you know, you just I, go to random apartment buildings. And, I went, yeah, how did I research this role? Uh, well, living in New York for a long time at there a time, I had a lot of doormen, started like asking a lot of questions. I watched how they would have, you know, the side eye and what they would really pay attention to. Yeah. And so it became really organic. No, I don't know. But the parent, the parents uh, of, of the kid involved yeah. being nanny, there's something going on with the with them. And that's part of the intrigue of this film. The whole intrigue is that there's a there's a, a good fusion, again, of like horror, suspense, thriller. There's an infusion of like the African folklore that comes from Nikki Atujusu being so aware of it. Mm -hmm. um, and that becomes the haunting. Uh, so what she does really well is she, she pulls on her cultural experiences and awareness to make the haunting so real in current time. Okay. And again, Nanny is in theaters now, available for streaming this Friday. Um, and uh, and another film that's coming out for you, you, you are playing the uh, Wesley Snipes character yes. in the remake of White Man Can't Jump. That is correct. That is correct. Um, I've been no pressure there. No pressure. All the pressure. Um, only only thing that I've heard mm -hmm. is that uh, you know I happen to be a better basketball player than Wesley. Ah. That's something that I think I can confirm. Okay. Um, <laughs> who's telling you this, Sinqua Walls? Who's telling um, you this? Everyone else that knew Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> Love Wesley. He's kind of he, honestly, he's one of the people that I really do look up to in this industry. I've always said like his ability to have duality between the different films that he sure, does, the genres sure. of films. But when it comes to hoop, yes, um, and paying taxes. Oh wow! I'm oh, good at both. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Is this thing on? <laughs> Someone please call. Your words, not mine. But I no, would have to that. say I stay no, responsible. But, so, but but I mean, when you came strolling out here, what are you six two, six three, six you, three? You've got some height. Six three, yeah, six three. You I don't know. think he's six two, six three. No, but he, I mean, but he's got a big presence. So what is your game? Uh, I was a point guard actually. I was a point guard and a two guard in college, and so you know, I do a little bit of a little bit of both. At USF. At USF. I mean, yeah. we all know who went to USF. We know the greats, right? Right, Bill Cartwright, Bill Russell, Casey Jones, right? Like we know Phil Smith. Like we know a lot of a lot of the guys yeah. that, that went there. Um, but yeah, so that's where I was confident that uh, in the character I play in the film, Kamal Allen, uh -huh. that Kamal is a better basketball player. Yes, than Sidney Dean. Okay, and uh, what about Jack Harlow compared to Woody Harrelson? What about that? A better basketball player than Woody Harrelson. Oh, oh, wait a second! That's, I'm not. Hey, no shade. I've played ball with Woody Harrelson. They have, before. they have, they have been so kind and given us such a like a vote of confidence and, yes. and love. 
Um, but, you know, I had this question once before where someone had asked me, they said, like, you know, it being called white men can't jump. Yes. Can Jack Harlow jump? And? And I was like, I don't know about all white men, but Jack Harlow can jump. He can jump. Ah. He did all his own dunking stunts. Damn. Wow. Every single one. Ten foot rim? Ten foot rim. <laughs> I got asked. Ten foot rim. Ten foot rim. Ten ten foot rim and he checked. Valid question. Really? Just to make sure. Huh. He wanted to make sure that people knew for sure that it was him. He's very athletic. He's a very athletic person. I would want to do my own stunts if I could dunk too. I listen. There's a what the fans will or the audience will come to see when they watch the film next year. There is a sequence of a play that we have where I'm standing on one end and I'm throwing around the back pass behind my back to Jack. Yes, and he has to catch it and then go dunk it. Ooh. And we had to do it 11 times, and Jack dunked it all 11 times. All 11 times? All 11 times. That's better than some slam dunk contests. <laughs> Most of them. Some actual ones. There wasn't a replacement dunk? There, there was, there there was no replacement dunk. And it was all Jack. And I remember looking the first time going, whoa. And shout out, you know, shout out to what we actually had on the, on the movie. We had a collection of basketball guys who were still playing overseas. Yes. Um, we're still competing in like the Drew League and things like that. And when Jack got his first dunk, everyone was like, you know, and he kind of looked at us like, don't worry, I got this another time. And then he did it 11 other times. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So did you play when uh, Cinqua Walls, again, Nanny is in theaters now, available for streaming on Amazon this very Friday. Um, when you were at USF, uh, when you were at USF, did yes. you play against anybody that we would know? I Any would say the best player that I ever played against yes. um, was Adam Morrison. And I and I always say this because when people critique Adam Morrison and the and the and the short lived NBA career that he had, the yes. one thing that they forget about is that he, I think he struggled with either diabetes or something really intricate that was his health issue that he had to take insulin shots yes. during the game. And I think that catered to his his body's ability to actually like maintain through an NBA season. Yes, obviously being a being a competitor and a gamer, he probably never wanted to acknowledge that. But when I look at it and I go, okay, eighty two games versus twenty four or thirty two, whatever it is in college. The level of performance I saw from this man when I was in college, 44 points, 34 points, 36 points. He was points, a hell of a college he, basketball he, yes. player. And he I came in when he was with the Bobcats. I think his first season he averaged like 10.6 or 11 points a game. Mm -hmm. So after that was when we saw the decline. And I would have to think that that's because it's hard to modulate mm -hmm. your health and that schedule when you also have a health deficiency. So what about your uh, fandom? Who do you root for? In, in, in basketball? Yes, sir. I'm a Clipper fan all day. Yes, let's indeed. go. Wow. Let's go. Yes, I, I, by the way, my sideline right here, you Sinqua Walls, and my then man. Rich Eisen Show, social media grandmaster TJ Jefferson. Let's go, TJ. That's, That's what's it. up. <laughs> Since 1999. Since 1999, baby. Elton Brand, let's go. Elton Brand, the first time Lamar Odom was there. Lob City, Derek, what was it? Uh, uh, Darius Miles, Quentin Richardson. We Even already know. Michael Let's go. You know, Eric Pikowski. Pikowski shooting it up. Yeah, oh. Remember when I remember when Pikowski was shooting the, up. What, what, what's the it what, that they were shooting that he, up? Oh, the three. Pikowski, he Pikowski. Yeah. was averaging it was like what, forty four percent from from the three. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I remember when he didn't he didn't go to the All Star game one weekend to go to Vegas with his wife. And they put it on Fox Sport, and I was like, "That's right, Piakowski. They didn't invite you. Don't go." <laughs> I mean, we had Keon Dueling back there. Keon Dueling Corey coming McGetty, through. Getty, my boy. Yeah, he would he would dunk the ball and go like this. Yeah. <laughs> You're legit. I'm a Clipper fan, man. I'd Why Clipper, it. not Laker? You know, 
growing up as a kid, the, the Lakers tickets were too expensive. Okay. And the Coliseum would give you, you know, copy credit and a meal. They give you ten tickets for for a dollar and a, and a hamburger. <laughs> so you would go. So you would go. So you would go to the game, and you right TJ, you would go to the game and root for the other team, and then eventually you become a Clipper fan. And I was like, no, I want them to win. I don't want the Bulls to win. And so I just stayed in it for you years. Might have got lucky and got in the game. You know, back, you know, mess around, get the Let me get ten tickets, a hot dog, and a hamburger. Go home happy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just hoping that we get to see Kawhi and Paul George me play too. significant action. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. I remember a couple of years back when they both signed to the Clippers, and I was actually doing an interview, and I was like, I knew they were going to sign with the Clippers, and I was telling all my friends because I knew, you know, everyone was like, Lakers, Lakers, they're going to be, they're going to go, and I was like, look, they're from a part of LA, both of them, mm-hmm. where the Lakers aren't the dominant thing in their environment. So if they do play in L.A., they're coming to the Clippers. And I knew they were coming. So I can't wait for them to actually be able to be on the court together. And win some basketball And win games. the basketball that we know we should. I think now with Balmer, we're starting to identify our own identity. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we have been in that shadow, no matter how much we've performed. And it's like, okay, that's showtime. That's what that is. What's our brand of basketball? And as soon as the team has its own brand and its own identity, oh, it's that's when it takes off. Well, it's coming. I, 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 you know, spend my weekends and most of my time when not here at NFL Network, yes. which is uh, right across the street from yes. SoFi Stadium. Yes. And it's now across the street from this beautiful building that they're putting up right yes. there in Inglewood. Yes. I mean, the Clippers are going to have their own home. And it's going to be 21st century. You know, yes. bom- you know, Bomber's not like, yeah, let's just use a little bit less of, of, <laughs> uh, expensive flooring. Yeah. You know, no, let's just try cut corners here or there. You know, he's going to build something oh, yeah. that's insane. Immaculate. He's competing right. with Mark Cuban. He's like, look, we create the, the finest facility. The players want to be there. Yes. You bring in more players. You bring in more fans. You bring in more audience. You bring in more folklore. Boom. Okay. So one day. All day. You'll go. I promise you. Oh, listen, me and Billy Crystal. And TJ. Oh, and Clipper Darrell. Don't it happens. Clipper. No, well, don't forget Lewis Gossett Jr. Lewis, we, we'll be he courtside. Was always there, right? We'll be courtside. You and Billy Crystal. Hold on, in, in, in that order: Cinquan Walls, Billy Crystal, Clipper Darrell, TJ Jefferson. Let's go. So I'm gonna hold you to that too, man. Gossett, say less, Gossett Jr. Hook your boy up with a ticket. Say less, man. <laughs> who else is there? <laughs> I don't know who else there is. Kadeem, Kadeem Hardison, right? Kadeem, wasn't he a guy? Let's as well? go, my boy Kadeem. Riley. You know, and the original white man can't jump too. We're all gonna be sitting courtside. <laughs> Let's go. We <laughs> going Sizzler after the game. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Sinquan Walls, you were in one of my favorite TV shows, Friday Night Lights. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. How'd yes. you get that gig? How old were you? I don't even remember how old I was. I was fresh out of college. Um, fresh out of USF. Fresh out of USF. I trying to get into acting. Trying to get into acting. I remember at the time, actually, it was. Bet- I was trying to figure out what was going to be my way in. And I had booked a couple of jobs, but this was my first actual recurring role. And if people don't know, like a recurring role is like I had a standing space on the show. You had an arc. I had an storyline. I had a great 10 episodes, and they paid all my 10-episode bills, and I was able to be like 10-episode actor. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. Um, and it was in Austin, Texas, and I had never been there. And I remember at the time I was starting to audition and I was doing these workshops and I would meet cast directors and I'd, they'd, I was lucky enough, they'd call me in and then mm-hmm. they'd call me back and I'd just stay in as long as I could. And one of the auditions happened to be Friday Night Lights. And at the time I was applying to go to grad school and I was like sitting in this space of like, okay, well, look, if, um, I'm spending summer auditioning, doing the best I can. And if I don't book a job, then I'm going to really focus on going to grad school. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in like, I needed some prerequisites to kind of complete everything I needed to go to grad school. And I get a call from my then manager and I walk outside and she was like, Hey, um, you booked it. I was like, I booked what? She's like, you booked Friday night lights. You leave in a week. 
I was like, oh, okay. I go back in class, <laughs> grab my books, and the teachers and the professors like, where are you going? I was like, not coming back. <laughs> That was the sign. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm I'm gone. And I was in Austin, Texas for a while. Got a chance to learn from some really great people. Kyle Chandler, Connie Britton, I mean, Taylor Kitsch, everybody. Oh, yeah. You played Jamarcus, right? Jamarcus Hall. And what was his character's story arc again? He was, so at the seasons, after season two, um, when they were transitioning players and some of the other players that graduated, he was the new running back that came in to take the place of Smash Williams. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole. The, my biggest part, my biggest arc on that season was that I had lit some girls' hair on fire. My parents didn't know I was playing football. They had to come to the office. Coach had to explain them why I wanted to play and this whole thing. Full eyes, awesome. full, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. Can't lose. Can't lose. And I remember the funniest thing. Shout out to Taylor Kitsch because what people didn't realize because he was such a brooding, good-looking, long, flowy hair, just yeah. great stare guy. Yeah, is his sense of humor. He was hilarious. So really. I come on the show, and one of the things that we're really supportive of was improv. And so having been a fan of the show before I was on the show, um, we're doing this whole huddle, and, and, and Kyle's getting us all, you know, riled up as players, and they're like, you can throw out whatever you want. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm going to show that I've been paying attention. I've been watching the show. Yeah. So I say, yeah, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, coach. And Kitsch goes, that is so season two, bro. <laughs> 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 and I was like, and I look like, dang, I messed up. And he's cracking up. He's cracking so up. So season two. He said, that is so season Get two. Get with bro. the he times. <laughs> so I love that two, show. Bro. That show, I, I would watch the episodes. And uh, a great buddy of mine, Jay Stefan, Crazy Jay, he would call me up and he'd say, you crying? And I'm like, yeah, I'm crying. He goes, man, me too. Man. Like, and we, we'd be just like, yeah, we're crying. Yeah. Like it was, a, I, I. It would really bring me to tears. It got you invested. And it, it did. It, it did such a great so job of making good. football a backdrop and just a gateway in so yeah. everyone could connect and be like, this is the thing. Yeah. And then life happens. And that's always like some of the best stories. And, and you know, the best stories were involving the coach yes. and his daughter, yes. coach and his wife. Amy Teagarden. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's another reason to watch, too. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Amy. Uh, yeah. Specifically. Correct. Yes. Minka Kelly as Minka. well. Yes. This, is this thing on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a hell of a program. It was. It You're, was. And um, okay. So Nannies in Theaters now available uh, for streaming this Friday. And then The Blackening is coming that's in right. June of next year. That is correct. And that's when you'll come back to promote that and, and celebrate the Clippers championship. I hope so. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then White Man Camp Jump coming soon. Do we know coming when soon. that's coming? I think out? it'll be sometime next year. They have not let us know yet. Okay. Um, but I'm, 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 from what I'm hearing, it's next year. Okay. Um, and it'll be another. So I'll be back twice. Okay. You please. I'll be Anytime. back twice. Yeah, Before men, the playoffs and, and after the playoffs. Correct. So, yeah. so uh, White Men Can't Jump is going to be coming soon. That's after Luke Kennard proves it. Yes. <laughs> Lefty, well, Lefty Luke, come on, baby. Come on, let's go. Let's go. He'll get it done. Who jumps higher, Luke Kennard or Jack Harlow? He can sky, huh? Brent How about Barry. that? You know, that's a tough... That's <laughs> Barry. Barry. Brent Barry. Yeah, let's go with Brent Barry, for sure, because I know he won a dunk contest. Let's go. Brent Barry. Let's go. I got Subach and fans. Vinny Del Fuego. Uh, Shout at, out to Rick Brunson. At Sinqua Walls on Twitter, at the real Sinqua Walls on Instagram. That's right. Great to meet you. Likewise, bro. Come back anytime. You. Thank you, man. You got it. We're back with more on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Take on this holiday season with the help of Navy Federal Credit Union. When you, you, when you use the Navy Federal Cash Rewards card, you can earn up to 1.75% cash back on all purchases. You can redeem your rewards as soon as you earn them. And using the Navy Federal mobile app makes redeeming easier than ever. Enjoy the rewards of cash back without any annual fee, balance transfer, or foreign transaction fees. There's no limitations on rewards and they never expire while your account is open. Now, rates are variable and range between 12.65 and 18% APR based on credit worthiness. ATM fees for cash advances are up to a dollar at non-Navy Federal ATMs. Message and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. Learn how you can get cheer to last all year with the Cash Rewards card at NavyFederal.org. Our members are the mission, insured by NCUA. Okay, so um, what's on tonight? Anything on tonight? Oh, yeah, the Clippers minus John Wall. Uh, watch, I guess, Kawhi and Paul George play tonight because they won't play tomorrow night. How many guys play back-to-backs in the NBA? <laughs> I'm serious. Is like, this because just, just because of fantasy? Well, I mean, I'm paying attention to it more just because of fantasy because Jimmy Butler's sitting out. There's, you know, where there's maintenance. Maintenance. He's sitting out. Maintenance. Wall sitting out. Clay sitting out. Yep. Why why do they have back-to-backs in the NBA if most stars are not going to be played in back-to-back games? Why even do it? I'm serious. Like why it's, schedule uh, back-to-back? What's know. the point of back-to-back games if most teams are going to be like, yeah, th- you know, we're just not going to do it. We're not going to entertain it. So, and and fans who go to the the games it's just it's just a crapshoot. Like why would why would any fan buy a ticket the, on the front or the back end of a of a uh, a back to back, when they know you you know it's a seventy percent chance that any star that has any inkling of an injury within the last year, I mean, Clay Thompson is being yep. is being rested because he hurt himself a year ago. At least that's the rule. That's the that's the excuse that they're using, and I understand that they probably do their uh, due diligence science. To know that, you know, hey, if he plays 65 instead of the 82, it'll be better for us. Then why do it? Why do it? Blake Griffin started last night. He started on Monday. The back-to-back. Blake Griffin is doing it. These guys have no excuse. So, um, who, like, who's, like, Lillard plays every game, right? Jokic plays every game. Yeah, Tatum and Brown have been playing Tatum, every night. Tatum plays every game. Luca plays every game. Durant plays, plays every game. game. Well, Durant's actually, he just sat. Awesome Didn't Durant just? I think he just sat over the weekend. That he's been having an awesome year. I he's, mean, he's played twenty-eight games. Embiid does he play every game? No, no he does not. He has a, 
injury history. So yeah. Uh, so but, so why why does the NBA do it if teams are just not going to comply and play everybody? And the thing is, the NBA has changed the schedule in recent years. They're now starting it in early October instead of late October, which was what they normally do because guys complain so much. About the back. Well, what about the, uh, the the tournament, the midseason tournament? I think that is the stupidest idea <laughs> that's ever been proposed. Well, I mean, you, the league. midseason tournament, people are going to sit that out for injury management. Load, at least they don't call it load management anymore. Those games count in the standings, so they're not added games. So, you know, they're going to schedule 78, 79 games, and then this tournament in the middle of the year counts towards the 82 it's just i don't understand it whatsoever i, I don't get it you know uh, i i'm again so i don't even i don't even I, I, plus i mean if there's if some of these back-to-backs are on a wednesday and a thursday night espn and tnt are just going to eat it on the altar of of injury management and these are nationally televised nights usually that's when you get a back-to-back is a wednesday wednesday thursday that's usually what you get and of course, it's a league partner, so they're being encouraged. Hey, like you know, your game is on our partner yeah, yeah, on yeah, Wednesday, right. Thursday. Maybe don't have those guys sit out. Have them sit out the front end if you guys are playing on Tuesday or Wednesday. But you know, I think that is here to stay. I mean, you see, especially older players, they just can't do the eighty-two anymore. So they're going to play the. I think then the sixty to sixty-five. That's like a perfect number for these guys. I want to thank today's guests: Sinqua Walls, Albert Breer, J.K. Dobbins. I want to thank those last two for being good sports. Um, <laughs> for uh, calling into the show, what's knowing what's choice? coming. What's the J.K. touchdown call again? Uh, the J.K. touchdown call is J.K. All Day is back in Ohio, and people who who, who don't know will just say like, what, "What's Rich doing?" Right. <laughs> Kurt will probably say, "What are you doing? What's that call?" Well, and then I'll say to him, "Just you know, watch the Rich I, Eisen I, just, show." Yeah, watch the Rich Eisen show. Number one, and then number two, um, I want to see if I, he'll call in tomorrow. He couldn't do it today. Is he going to wear the jacket? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. It'll be cold. I mean, is you guys got to do something. You guys got to do something to get he, yourself trending, Rich. He so. did already text me to it. ask what I was going to wear. Did he get the jacket back from you, uh, you know? Oh, yeah, because he sent it to Iron Eagle. Uh, yes, he did get it back. Yeah, back. So like yeah. the traveling jacket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the other guys, I don't think Buck and Al were interested in, or Nance were interested in continuing the traveling. So you're looking plan. at a high of 33 on Saturday. Oh, 15% chance of uh, precipitation. I okay. think you're good there. 16 mile an hour winds. It's going to be windy. Well, we're going to keep, you know, you keep the booth open. What are you going to wear, Rich? Uh, I'm going to wear a zip-up uh, sweater with a shirt and a tie. Rickish hat, and then and then jacket, then jacket, ski ski cap. Uh, no, well, I mean, maybe Rick-ish while hat? I'm calling the game, but you know, if Not I'm on camera, I'll take it off. Yeah, got it. I mean, I have a little bit of pride. <laughs> rakish hat, no rakish oh, hat. hat. Make, rakish There's nothing rakish. Oh, no yeah. national TV debut. Please, hey, he's going to Cleveland. There's nothing rakish about. No, Cleveland. I'm just saying it's in in it's December. Weird. In December, <laughs> no, no, no. There's there's no fashion statement to be made here. <laughs> no, We're no. talking about actual survival here. You get to probably see my man Nathan Zagora, who calls the Browns games. So actual survival. Get to really check you. that out. Have him, have him come by me because I'm not. As soon as I get to the booth, I'm not going anywhere. Oh yeah, you don't know where you're going. Anyway, I'll be camped. So. Space heater. I'll, I'll definitely have him. Come I don't know. By it depends on how cold it is. All right. I'm not ashamed. Okay. To accept that. This NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, Christmas triple letters, every postseason game, the uh, Saturday game, all on Westwood One. Mason Rudolph splits first team reps with Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Practice. 
Well, there. Pickett's in the concussion protocol. Yeah. And and Trubisky threw multiple interceptions on the Ravens' side of the field. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> multiple. It was not good. I think it was a, a, a it was a lot of Trubisky looking up at the scoreboard, wondering what the hell was that to re- review what he had just thrown. Man, so yeah, Mason Rudolph. Hey, give him a shot. Why not? Um, so uh, tomorrow's show, Von Miller's on the program tomorrow. Hey now, Bomani Jones as well. That's on our Thursday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Thanks for taking in this program on this terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM and Odyssey. For those on Roku, stay right there. You see our smiling faces. One nil France at halftime. This show, however, is in full-time mode.